Happy Tuesday, everybody. Coming at you live from downtown Columbus. Uh, Stratton Mortgage here. Season 1, episode 13. Uh, we've uh, stepped up our podcast game here. Uh, we'll start off with the introductions. I'm Tom Christie. Bill Seach. Adam Baumlin. Uh, so we have some really good topics today. Uh, again, trying to keep everybody informed. It's an uh, extremely hot market here in Columbus, Ohio right now. Number one market. Yeah, just recently rated housingwire.com. Uh, of all the cities, again, that's we're talking West Coast, East Coast. Uh, one article has Columbus rated the number one hottest market in the United States. Just goes to show how much growth is taking place, and anybody's lived here for all the years that they have, like we have. You've it's yeah. very evident of what's going on. Just traffic alone will tell us that. Um, so, Bill, I know you uh, had a great topic you wanted to start off with. Um, yeah. So let's. I think we should get rolling with that one. The topic of um, the Fannie Mae underwriting engine uh, went from 10.2 to 10.3, and it's making it a little tougher uh, to get things approved and. And stuff like that. I had a higher score gentleman that uh, I thought would be an, a simple laydown, you know, approval, and then I really had to get his ratio to come down from the normal fifty to thirty-nine before it would approve it. Now, again, that's close to maybe limited credit or something like that. But um, yeah, but it's making a difference, though. It's making I mean, a difference. Uh, it yeah, really is. there's yeah. And uh, like the, two months ago, you that would have been like just look at it and oh, this is going to get approved. Like that, we 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 were doing that, and they were. It was you wouldn't have to restructure it; it would have went and closed. Yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. also, you know, it's something like that. Like a broker is going to take it, and like I did, I kind of worked it down. I started at the ratio at forty four, forty five, forty three, and just went down until I hit an approve, and then you know, have to pay something off. That's all to make it work. But um, you had a solution, yeah. a, a solution to make it work, right? Yeah. But I messed with it for a while, a long yeah. time. You know, whereas a a guy that's doing fifty loans a month isn't going to be able to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're I mean. they're well, going to pass it off to their another person to work on it. They're going to come back say they can't get it done, and yeah, sorry, we can't make this work out. And now they're feeling like, oh, now you have nothing uh, to go off of, and been told no here when in fact it's not a no. It's just somebody didn't take the time to figure it out. Right. Well, and if it's really close to, okay, so we have lower rates and lower fees. So if I, you know, depending on who they're going with, that could make a difference between not qualifying and qualifying. Oh, absolutely. You, you know what I mean? It could make yeah. a huge a huge difference in that regard so um, and, yeah it's it, it's definitely affecting to further your expound we we just had a loan that closed uh actually we had a closing on saturday that that instance came up to us uh we discussed this in the last podcast uh, a couple weeks ago about you know telling us everything because it all needs to come out and if it doesn't get told up front it, it will eventually come out some way shape or form uh but there were some unseen uh unknown about payments that came up during the loan process trying to run a conventional these clients were conventional borrowers, and before that change, it would have ran approved eligible. Yeah. But because of that change um, and changed the debt ratio, now all of a sudden it could not get approved eligible. Um, which and then, you know, again, the luxury of being a broker and even the realtors acknowledged this that we were able to give it a valuable resolution, change the loan over, and still get it closed, um, and meet everybody's dreams in a domino effect. Um, but again, this yeah, because that was like a buy sell, buy sell, buy sell. Yeah, what are some yeah. examples of what, what what came up? That like, what were the examples of that? Uh, the, so we had somebody that was self employed that um, had IRS payments and child support payments that we that on a W two borrower, if somebody forgets to tell you these things, those things show up on a paycheck stub. You know, so we mm -hmm. can catch them there. But 
Um, it wasn't know, on the bank statement, the one, one that we got, and then it showed up. Yeah, and, and <laughs> well, they're self-employed, so we don't get W-2s. We don't yeah. get any kind of paycheck stubs. So we're relying on that client to really divulge us information so we know how to go and put the loan together. So, um, And to Adam's point, it was, yeah, they updated bank statements, and they found a recurring payment on there, and that's when the question was arising that, well, what are these they now have to be in? And, you know, well, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> we have to find yeah. out. So again, and they we were, needed that bank statement because that had to show their assets because that's what proved they had the money for closing. So exactly, it literally was something to where they it was that honest. customer was getting. So you know, sometimes you have a situation where the customer, you know, maybe they're getting a bonus or uh, you know, if they're self-employed, they're getting they know there's a check coming in and they need that money for closing. Well, we still have to proceed with the loan ahead of time because they have 30 days to close and then we're waiting for that to come in. So in this case, that comes in. Okay, great. Let's get your updated statement. Whoa. You know, yeah, we yeah. got a hurdle to jump over here. It was so. honestly taken on their part. They didn't. They just didn't think it was something that had to be told. And again, it's it's not. It was nobody's fault. It wasn't their fault. Um, you know, but at the same time, we were all able to come to a resolution and get the loan figured out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that again, back to you know, if people can Google why you know hashtag brokers are better. There's a long list of reasons why, <laughs> not just cost and uh, rates alone being lower, but the flexibility that we have of yeah. being able to take that opportunity like had they been at a regular bank that this wasn't going to happen this loan would not have closed and again i was even told as much if they were anywhere else um and somebody who maybe just didn't have as much hands-on as what we do with these loans this that we the sellers would have not gotten their home the people they're buying their house from they wouldn't have been able to sell their house i mean there was about four families involved with this that would have all been completely just just crushed uh, and that gives our industry as a whole a black eye and because it's all kind of gets lumped together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, I, I, I'm doing a loan right now for a lady we took from Fairway Lending that, you know, the guy neglected to tell her about her own, his loan program. Um, I had to give her information about how that loan program worked. And she calls him back like, oh, well, yeah, I, I guess I forgot to mention that to you. And it's. Like, what, why do the mind games? That's like, a, yeah. Everybody's trying to sell you on why you need to do business with them. Then once your foot gets in the door, you're nothing to the cog in their system. Right. Um, and then they just kind of go through due diligence, throw it against the wall, and hope it sticks. And this is the biggest investment. And this, she was so uninformed after a week of working with them, on the phone with us for 30 minutes, and she just had an aha moment, and it all kind of came together. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, again, that's – I. you know, we yeah, we are brokers, but at the same time, there's a reason why we've been doing this as long as we have. Um, we just know how to adapt and, and roll with these changes. And this 10.3 to 10.2, you know, or from 10.2 to 10.3, rather, is a big deal. Right. Um, and, yeah, taking the time to figure it out is huge. Uh, well, it's a very big deal because you th- there's a segment of borrowers that, so especially in our market, you know, more than likely they want to see a conventional offer over an FHA offer, right? Yeah. So you've got a, a, a group of people that, you know, are really on the borderline. They can go either way. FHA is probably better for them because it's a lower payment, but they want to get in the home, so they'll take the conventional loan, you know, whatever. Well, now that group is being squeezed out of conventional a little bit, and now they're in FHA. So, you know, it can make a difference if they haven't found a home yet, you know, because the market's tight. So maybe they haven't won an offer yet because this just happened, you know, a couple weeks ago or maybe it's a month ago now. But, you know, they haven't won an offer yet, so they don't even know what's going to happen until they're going to go into underwriting like, hey, you don't qualify for a conventional loan, that's, so it's going to be a problem. Did that that you're that you? That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Is uh, like the people who did start that pre-approval process maybe in March or and they were looking at yeah. this saying like, oh yeah, then because when they're putting these together, they're looking at it and saying, yeah, I know I can get this thing clear to close. Now 
once it goes to contract and they go try to run that, if those those debt ratios and everybody's doing it, they're pushing their debt ratios up on these people. Um, yeah. And then it's going to fall back on the customer. Well, here's why we can't do this because of this, because of that. Um, yeah. And yeah, if those things haven't been rechecked, uh, you might want to get with somebody and have it rechecked just to be sure that you're not throwing an offer out there on something that yeah. you can't close, especially if you're potentially selling a home and then you're going to be relying on this thing has to sell in order to buy this house, that domino effect, it's it, then it becomes very, very uh, interesting when things start getting hairy. Well, that or if you're, even if you're a first-time buyer, let's say you're buying a home and so that seller is selling and then they're buying a home and then that seller is selling and then they're buying a home. So you literally, like, this is a, that can affect three, buyer-wise or seller-wise, like three families, yeah. plus the agents, plus the title companies. I mean, you're affecting, like, a lot of people if that goes in and, you know, some, some things haven't happened, you know, and some of that's outside of, of someone's control, but that doesn't make it any easier. You know, that doesn't mean people are still going to be upset, and, you know, you just got you, you got to watch out for that. Yeah, and again, just just again, as a buyer, always it, again something we say every episode: ask questions, be inquisitive, know more about this investment that you're making, that the people that are handling it are dealing with it the way that you're expecting, it, and you're hoping it should be handled. Because uh, it may sound good up front, but what's happening behind the scenes might not be what all you heard up front. Again, I, I did just experienced that uh, mm-hmm. with a client, and you know she was able to ask those questions and. I gave her questions to ask, and once she saw the math, she made the decision herself. Yep, this this pro- process or this program is actually better than the one they were offering, and they neglected to even show her the conventional side of things. They went straight to a one loan program that I can't even offer, and I knew more about that loan program than they did. Hmm. Uh, that that was alarming to me that alone. But right. uh, again, that's another story <coughs> for another day. And that goes back to you know they have fifty loans on their desk when. You know, I work on five or six a month. And well, no, they're, sometimes they're just they're they're pushing really hard for no down payment and grant money and free money. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and there are people that need that, and it's there for a reason. But it a lot of times gets overserved and something. You know, th- there are a lot of trade offs to get that. For, that money's not free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There are second liens. There are higher interest rates. There are higher fees. Uh, that are associated with a, a lot of those programs. It's a higher payment. Some of which we even, you know, there's programs we have like that too. So we, we have things like that. But sometimes it's not always in the borrower's best interest. If you really look down and look at the alternatives, you know, to not doing that. Right. Mm, can't say all the time. But I would say a lot of the time it's better not to do it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That this it, It's just really not there. But they're pushing that because they're trying to get people in the door, you know, and whatever. And I, and it's, and it's it is what easy, it is. I yeah, mean, it's, it's an easier it's that, easier clickbait, and and yeah. that's kind of one of the ways to push. I mean, that how many of us go? They're scrolling through your Facebook or scrolling through the internet. Like, ah, oh, there's something that grabs your attention that requires you to click on. You're like, well, this is what I thought it would be, uh, but you're able to make heads and tails of maybe a news story or something. But when it comes to a mortgage, you maybe don't. Um, mm-hmm. And that's ex- again, that's what separates us. And I know without a doubt from you know probably ninety percent plus of the people out there is the way we handle and explain things to people that they have a much better understanding. Um, yeah. Again, people go back and look at our Facebook page and Google reviews, and what we're saying is is all out there from the public telling them, telling you what we do and how we handle this, again, large investment that you're making. Mm-hmm. You just got to get one the other day. What's yeah. that? You just got to get one the other day. Good review. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that, that was a, a client that, again, I – just taking those extra steps, you know, again, some, I, another client, she had, she was seeing insurance premiums like fifteen, sixteen hundred $1,600 a year and 
most other people are just going to take, they're just going through their daily due diligence. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to, oh, this is your insurance. Okay, great. Well, that affects your payment just as much as an interest rate does. Sure. So yeah. I ended up finding them homeowner's insurance for $600 less a year. That's a tremendous difference in monthly payment. Um, and again, had she not been with some, had she been with somebody else, they wouldn't have even thought twice. They'd just grab that homeowner's insurance. They don't want to waste their time. Right. It is what it is. Oh, here, we'll yep. just get our mortgage on there. You know, we took the time, gave her some people to go and look at that might give her a better deal. And I, I was able to save her $600 a year, and which also helped decrease her payment. 50 bucks a month. That, right? Again, those yeah. little things go a long way. Uh, yeah, but that insurance is different. You know, if, you, if, you're, if, if somebody was comparing Tom with somebody else and the, and the other lender was $20 less, well, your payment's lower. Okay, well, you have to look at the insurance. Like, you use a bill 50 bucks. You're like, that, that makes a difference they're, in payment. They're, they're tripping over other things that are less amount of money per month right. than that, you, you know. Yeah. So, and that makes a difference to what you see. You got to look at the whole picture. Just That's the difference between 39.5% debt ratio or 38.5% debt uh, ratio. It right? can be. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, and um, not to mention cash to close. Uh, you know, by doing that, was $600 yeah. less a cash to close for her as well because on a mortgage transaction, that insurance is paid for up front. Of all the things, that's the one thing that is paid up front. So, a year. Yeah. A yeah, year. For, yeah, for that year. And then, you know, being escrows is part of your payment monthly. Uh, but so, yeah, not only did it lower her monthly payment, but also decreased her cash to close significantly. Uh, so, again, like it's, uh, you know, it just, if, if you haven't, you know, given us a call or you, you should at least, you know, give us a call and take a look at the math. It's it's numbers. And again, it's we talked to our blue in the face. But when you see the math, it, it all makes sense. Um, I, I'm doing uh, three loans right now that we I have zero lender cost. I'm we're actually giving the clients money to actually go towards their uh, homeowners insurance, Closing for instance, the, yeah, the title, yeah. the escrows. Uh, and again, as a lender, as a person obtain helping obtain the finance for this zero cost i can't even stress that enough and we're giving money back um so i mean again it's cash yeah, to close right, is a big yeah. difference uh you know if you're putting x amount down you had the title and insurance in there that's just additional cost so to decrease that 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 and that's what we're here to do it's just a a far more affordable process uh when you look at the math if you are trying to get a loan anywhere you should talk to at least one of us just to see you know what i mean you don't have to deal with us, but you have to check, yeah. <laughs> right? And I, I try to think yeah. about it here in, in this aspect. So, you know, what somebody makes per hour and everybody, you know, that's out there that might be listening, you know what you make per hour, you know what you make per week, um, you know, and to take and convert that into, well, what is five minutes to potentially save thousands of dollars? What is that? How many hours of work did that save you looking right. at it in that regard? So, I mean, if yeah. your boss came and said, I'm going to give you two weeks of free vacation, you'd be like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, let me see what, what does this entail? <laughs> You know, like, well, right. it's, um, just two free weeks. Like, you, you take it or leave it. And yeah. who, who out there would say, no, no I, you're taking those two you're free weeks it. of paid yeah, vacation. Yeah. And, again, it's it's just a, try to put an analogy together where people can really kind of understand and put it together. And that's, you know, th this is a lot of money that, that is left in your hands. Um, and, again, you already work hard for it. So let us help you show ways to, to decrease that, that cost to, to obtain that American dream of Omaha home here in Columbus. Right. So just talk a little bit, of, to switch years on you, I want to yeah. talk a little bit about a deal I just dealt with, with uh, the bidding on the house thing. I know we talked about that last mm -hmm. time, but um, this house was listed at 259 in Hilliard, and all these bids came coming in because it's in a pretty good location and everything. And um, the, the My customer actually won the bid at 275 but the way they had to offer it, they had to offer 1000 over the highest bid, mm -hmm. up to 275 so they get it right 
And the very next day, we have an inspector go out and look at it. Well, now there's problems with the roof and everything else, and the fascia boards, and there's a crack in the foundation. All oh, kinds of other that things. one. Yeah. yeah. So it, all these issues come up, and the seller knew about these issues, obviously. They got nails in, in the top of the yeah. A-frame up there. and um, So they lower the price to 270 now automatically, and now they're going to pay 2500 in closing costs. So $7,700 difference, $7,500 difference. Um. But that's the whole bidding thing where we talked about last week. You can bid whatever you want, but guess what? If the house isn't worth that, yeah, you it know. still has to appraise. And well, that plus the problems, right? Yeah, I mean, you could they, that house could have gold-plated toilets in it, and it, it right. doesn't matter. You know, it's it's what everything around that is selling for. And right. I mean, somebody could all put an offer for five hundred thousand dollars on that. Like, whoa, that's a great bid. Let's go ahead and go with that one. Well, <laughs> if it appraises out at two fifty, who's paying another two hundred fifty thousand dollars in negative equity? I mean, right. let's get, you know, I just not. I just closed one where that didn't the uh, in Hilliard. Yeah, uh, I think the list, I think the list price was two sixty or two two fifty nine or two fifty eight. Something like that, maybe a little less than that, but um, my buyers had offered two sixty seven. They offered to pay five thousand over appraisal, and they were going to pay a, a th- I think it was a thousand over, you know, the verified yeah. offer or whatever. So they got a contract for two sixty seven. Um, actually, appraised for two sixty. So I reached out to the agents and said, "Hey, you know, I just want to make sure this is valid. You know, it's one of the things we do just to check." And and actually, the buyer's agent and the listing agent said, "Yeah, you know, I think the listing agent lived in the neighborhood." Said. That's actually the the highest, pretty much the highest sale in here, the highest comp. You know, we 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 yeah. we were pretty pretty sure it wasn't gonna you know go over two sixty. Um, and what was nice was in this market, something I didn't think about in this market was when I was talking to the buyers about it. So they actually got twenty thousand more, twenty five thousand more out of the sale of their property than what they thought they were gonna get. Mm-hmm. So they took a little bit of that twenty, they took five thousand of the of the twenty five. Enrolled in, and we moved the, the price down to two sixty five. But so they paid the the five thousand over. But they actually got that money plus more than what they thought from the sale of their home. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So you know sometimes there's ways to work it out. But and, and just because somebody overpays on equity, it's you know again it's one thing to be you know spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars over. That's that's you know obviously egregious. But in Adam's case, like five thousand dollars over. But that's it's it it's not necessarily negative equity because now the next person that buys in the neighborhood that's a comp. So the next house that goes in the market gets and sells for, you know, two hundred. Let's say that list price on that one is two sixty seven, and well, now the appraisal comes in on this at two sixty five, and that's all because of that comp. So now that house sells at two sixty five. Now all of a sudden, you're not upside down anymore. And they were already planning. So, so in their case, the money that they got from the sale, they said, okay, like we were sitting at closing, they're like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I told them about the new doors I got, and they're like, where'd you get those at? You know, like we need to get new doors too. So they had already had plans to do some upgrades. Yeah. In reality, they're probably it's going to be worth two sixty. You know what I mean? Like oh, by yeah. the time they it's, do what they're what they're going to do, it's May. By the time we get to June, July, and those houses in there start going for two six, yeah. you know, upper two sixty, two seventy. Now they got in at the right time before you know. Again, I think had they gone in the back end of summer, like I mean, we can look at the history and just go backwards and look at 2016 sales and 2017 compared to where that today especially in hilliard it's yeah. it's going up everywhere and, and that's the people that sit on the fence like oh, i'm gonna wait for the housing market to cool down like that's like looking at google say i'm gonna wait for a pullback on google like when 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 yeah. do you see it happening and <laughs> you can correlate that so you can tie that into okay you know i've got five percent down right now so in the case of my buyers they were going to put ten percent down mm-hmm. appraisal comes in low he's like or lower than the purchase price what the yeah. you know, actual value is and we're talking he's like man you know i really i'd like to i'd like to have that extra money i'm trying to i'm doing some rehab on the home and i ran some numbers for him 
literally it was less than twenty dollars a month difference yeah. <laughs> for him to put you know seven percent down versus ten. And I was like, man, listen, man, it's it's only Simon. It's like eighteen dollars. Right. Yeah. Simon, big difference. He was like, well, yeah, I would rather do that. So if somebody's waiting, yeah. right, d- because you don't have ten percent down, but the, the rates are still very good. And there's a minimal adjustment between you know. It's 25, 15, 5% down. Yeah. And the mortgage insurance, because the market is good right now, at least in our world, the mortgage insurance is really inexpensive. You know, I, I mean, it's crazy how low it to is. To touch on that, I just I did a quote for a guy on a $470,000 purchase uh, with 15% down, and they're nervous about mortgage insurance. On, again, $400,000 loan, okay? Yeah. The, the mortgage insurance was 35 bucks a month. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, it's it is a some people know it is a percentage. So the higher the loan amount, you know, the higher yeah. the premium. So that's yeah. a really really low percentage. Yeah, and, and again, it, you're exactly point. Now had that because it, it was a point one one percent. So you know, we go down to you get that loan down to two hundred thousand. That now we're talking about like twenty dollars mortgage insurance. Yeah, it's that's it's negligible. negligible difference. And and to further on your case there, like that difference in payment to keep yourself liquid, interest rates are write off too. So, secondly, you can't find a credit card for five to ten thousand dollars with a payment of twenty dollars yeah. a month. No. Not only that, but it's also not a tax write-off to go get that credit card either. And those rates are really, really high. Yep. So you can, you know, don't get credit card debt. Li- limit, you know, keep yourself liquid uh, with your, you know, capital gain you get from another house, and then, you know, just let the home appreciate itself. And that's because that's happening in Columbus right now. Um, you know, the house is going to do the work for you. It's you, you've made an investment. So. You know, it's, I show people all the time, they take this less money, throw in a money market account, make interest on it, because you get the right to interest off anyways right. on this property, and you can't get this kind of difference in the payment with a credit card. So and it gives you, you have more freedom with your funds uh, than you would had you tied everything yeah. up in that That's house. literally what he was like, yeah, I can't. I can get it I, back. I have no way to borrow that money for that a payment. And I was like, I said, no, I completely understand where you're coming from. You know, mm-hmm. this is. This is a viable option. And so, you know, and we always talk about counseling and, and things like that. You know, part of that process before he closed, which, you know, they still closed on time, because, but we had to go back and say, okay, let's redo the contract. Hey, we got to redo these numbers. We got to make sure and get your loan estimate out the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want to do? Uh, you know, and we still all did all that within the, within the shorter contract time, but we do do that. We do look over those numbers. We do provide those yeah. figures. Where we routinely get calls, you know, from people that will say, "Hey, you know, he didn't really show. Just this is what you qualify for. Go do home." And now, in yeah. fact, that was the one I closed on Monday. She came to me actually referred from a financial advisor because the previous actually two lenders uh, just weren't giving her any info and just weren't really helping her, you know. And she's just go through the motions. She's a single person with, you know, buying her first home. Yeah, she has nobody to rely on, and she yeah. doesn't know, you know what I mean. And took the time to help her and educate her. Got her a great deal. Got her in the condo. She was super happy at closing. The sellers were really, really nice to her. And she knows way more today than she did a month before ever even talking to you. Yeah. And, and not to mention, she's already talked to two other people, yet she still walked away with not having any information until she got in front of a broker and us. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, th- th- I think that that loan, that one loan you were just talking about there kind of dovetailed into the one uh, we were, like, everybody working together. You know, you and take yeah. the time, and even as us, you know, again, we always say there's more to this than it. Here's a 30 year fixed fixed rate mortgage for you. Like, this is, there's more to this than that. And this is the largest inv- investment that needs to be handled as such. But also working together with everybody involved in the mm-hmm. transaction. Uh, you know, when you keep in contact, communication is very huge in this and what keeps the, the wheels greased and moving forward. 
So, you know, taking the time, we, we call those listing agents. You know, we're always talking to the buyer's agents, keeping them informed, just like we are the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, but and sometimes you, it's not, you know, it's not easy not the sometimes. greatest conversations. You know, hey, this is what's going on. This is a hurdle that, that, that came up. It is what it, it, you know, I mean, that unfortunately in mortgage and real estate world, there are so many moving pieces that as much preparation as we do, there are still times where something's going to come up that, nobody could foresee and you know people get upset about that and they get heated and they get frustrated you know we're the, the goal is to get to the end figure out how to get through this and we try and remain calm and help people through it and educate them as to what we're doing and show them more and what's happening so viable know, solutions it, 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 yeah if you're, not, if you're an agent you don't have to know everything about mortgage but we're trying to say hey here's why this is happening you yeah. know i understand i'm not happy about it i don't want to tell you about it i understand you're not happy about it but here's why so you know. So if you ever do run into this again, okay, you know what? Mm -hmm. This is what happened. You know, at least, yeah, it's, it sucks, but you know, at least I know what's going on. Yeah. yeah you know, so, and we're trying to give that education versus giving a, well, you know, they're working on it. We didn't know there's nothing we could do. You know, which sometimes happens, and right. then they don't know, and then they get frustrated. Yeah. So. And, and a lot of people out there are just are are scared to maybe even address those. But again, we everybody in this field, when your transaction starts, all have the same exact end goal. Um, Let's and, get it close. Yeah, and efficiently uh, with the best deal that you possibly can get them, and when everybody works together, yeah. uh, that process is a totally different process. When everybody wants to start going at each other's throats, it just that that's ridiculous. Um, there's no need for it. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's probably some people out there who, you know, to Adam's point, is like, oh yeah, we just we did, we're they're working on it. We'll get to it. You know, those again, that's that's exactly the people we're trying to keep you from working with. Right. Um, and those are the people who are, are going to hard sell up front. Like, well, here's what we can do. Here's where we got this. We got that. And they're they're great in the beginning. But once you get to the loan process and maybe something does go sideways, good luck getting hold of that person. Right. Yeah. And that's when you yep. want to need, you want that person the most. And then all of a sudden now rates aren't nearly as important to you and this and that when it, they should have been because they're probably more high, uh, more expensive to begin with. But right. um, at that time, it's now you wish you did have somebody in your corner and, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, we've always been there and always answered phone calls and always addressed whatever needs to be addressed. Because um, Adam's point, there, it's not every loan is, is is a lay down easy. Let's get it done in ten days. Even close uh, one on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. Saturday morning, nine a.m. I was there. Uh, yeah. You know, I showed up, and you know, that's that's something else I find to be really alarming that there's loan officers don't go to closings. That I, every time I go to a closing, everybody's like, "It's nice to see you here." Right. Like, is this not normal? Like, no. Like, I've yeah, never we go as much as we can. Officer. Yeah, right. we do. We do. We go as much as we can. That's for sure. Can't go to all of them, unfortunately, but we try to. Yeah, that's again. It's they're it's the one of the best days uh, of their lives right there. You know, to close on the largest investment and you know to be there and answer questions in case anything happens or comes up and just support if nothing else. Like we're there mm -hmm. from the beginning and we're there from the day that you sign and even after. I mean, like right. how many times I still field calls? Hey Tom, I got this thing in the mail. What is this? Oh, you don't need to pay attention to that, you know, or, hey, what, well, I just got this, you know, we're, we're always here. You never buy a car. Right. So, you know, and we answer the phone and we call you back. Sure. Oh. Well, moving forward to uh, the next topic, and uh, I think uh, we're getting a little time constraints here, but yeah. I just want to reiterate, you know, we're still in, I mean, we do a lot of purchase business, but, you know, we, there's still refis are starting to hit now too. I just closed two of them myself and vacation season's right around. If you need some cash or something like that, you know, uh, want to rehab the house or add a room or whatever, give us a call and ask, you know. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that can 
that can be done right now, especially with the equity. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing three right now where I'm taking people from uh, what is 29 years fixed today, being yeah. closed a year ago, down to a 25 year fixed. Um, two of them, their payments are going down by 10, 15 bucks. Uh, one of them, their payment, I think, stays exactly the same. Maybe goes up like $2, but they're, they're wiping out four years, 48 mortgage payments. That's awesome. And essentially, I, I mean, all you know, essentially their payment stays the same. With you just reminded me of somebody I got a call. <laughs> but, but again, they, 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 back to, you know, us keeping you know, track of these things in, for, in nature for these people, they, they didn't know that. You know, I was right. able to keep a track on the market, give them a call. Hey, by the way, there might be a chance. And if the math either makes sense or it doesn't. In these cases, it did make sense for them. Sure. Um, and again, you, they're gonna, in five years, you know, they, they will have had nine years worth of payments in that house while of only making five years worth of payments. Right. And again, back to how many hours of work is that worth, uh, what you just saved within the yeah, that house? Now, that, that's almost, that, that's an annual salary right there, um, and then some when you calculate that principal uh, and interest payment over the course of 48 months. That's, yeah, that's a lot that's, of money. That's, that's, you know, tens of 20, fifties of thousands of dollars. Uh, and again, that's, and again, that's just, you know, when you see the math, that, that's what it all comes down to um, with these investments. Right. I just Sweet. did. I just did the calculator on my phone. That's about seventy grand. Yeah, <laughs> on fifteen hundred a month. That's yeah. that's pretty good savings, Tom. Right? Uh, yeah, and, and less interest yeah. that some people have paid to the bank. Um, yeah. That's money you get you get to keep. Right. So, and again, that's it's, it's it's amazing the number of people that just don't uh, pay attention to her or, or want to listen to it even. Yeah. So the big question is, we're coming coming to everybody from downtown today. Where are we going to be next week? That's right. <laughs> Vote on our site. Where we, yeah, should we, should we put a couple things on there? Yeah, have a little contest. Vote, yes. see where people want to see us live. <laughs> or no, they can guess. Now we pop it up, they win. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll figure out a new uh, a new venue. Sounds good. That's good for this week for me, guys. You guys have anything else? Uh, I'm good. No, I'm good. I think we had a good time yeah. today, so that's good. Yeah. Ask Stratton, reach out to us for questions. And uh, congratulations to all the graduates out there, including our own little uh, helper over here, my son yeah. Bill. Yeah, and, congratulations. That's uh, man. Think back. I'm getting old, <laughs> dude. <laughs> 30, yeah. I remember the graduation. Thirty day. years for me, dude. Yeah, that's Oof. crazy. I'm t- t- 25, 20. That's a l- I don't even know. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Oh, you're graduating. You're 18. How old are you? 38. 20 years. Yeah, 20, 20 years. years, yeah. I got you by 10 years, man. <laughs> I usually beat him by 10 strokes in golf. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'll drive my 60 yards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, All, right. All right. See everybody yeah. next week. Take care. Yep.